on Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe podcast, I'm going to be giving you 20 tips for weight loss. All right, so I'm just going to be cruising through, giving you 20 things that you could focus on to get some weight loss. But first, I'm hanging out here just outside of Chicago, Illinois, and spent my second time in the city of Chicago yesterday, and it was actually an 80-degree day in October. It was fantastic. Spent a bunch of time walking on the Riverwalk, checked out Lake Michigan. Super cool place. Highly recommend it if you haven't gone to Chicago before. It's a very cool city, and I'm not a city person at all. So Chicago, and then headed to Midland, Michigan this afternoon. So if you want to follow my journeys, you can always do so at thefantasticlife.com or on Instagram or on Twitter. Actually, on Twitter, it's if you search for The Fantastic Life, it will come up, but I believe it is fantastic underscore life, but on Facebook is The Fantastic Life. So anyway, let's get into some weight loss tips. What do you say? I got 20 of them for you today, 20 whole weight loss tips. All right, so the first one is sleep at least eight hours a night. So a lot of times people think, well, if I'm moving more, if I'm up doing more things, I'm going to be burning more fat, more body fat. But the truth is that our bodies are going to burn more fat effectively if we're getting enough rest and recovery. So there has to be this balance. You've got to work hard, but then you also have to rest hard as well. So that's my number one is to make sure that you're getting eight hours of sleep a night. And if you need to use a sleep tracker, I highly recommend it. I think it's a great way of doing it. I use the whoop strap right here, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But uh, yeah, use a tracker. You can get the Apple Watch or a Garmin or whatnot, the, or even just use your phone although I'm not a huge fan of having my phone on and next to me in bed with the cell phone signal and Wi-Fi and all that stuff. I always turn mine on airplane mode when I go to bed. But track your sleep. Make sure that you're getting at least eight hours of sleep a night. And also, if you have something that's more advanced, you can track what style of sleep you're actually getting. You know, is it deep sleep? Is it REM sleep? Is it light sleep? Are you awake for more time than you thought that you probably were? So it's interesting to know those things. So you're not just like laying in bed, not really knowing what's going on. Number two, avoid eating foods that have more than five grams of sugar per serving. Now, I was very lucky growing up, and my mother would have us looking at the labels from as long as I can remember, and I believe it was she told us either five or six grams. I don't remember now, but I'm going with five. It seems like a good round number, but in that four, five, six area there, you want to have your grams of sugar per serving at or below that number, just as a rule of thumb. So if you pick something up and you're like seven grams of sugar, you're, you're probably not going to want to get that unless you had some advanced reason for knowing why you should be having that particular thing. And this is just a great rule of thumb. And you'd be super surprised once you start looking at the labels, what the actual, uh, what the actual amount of sugar is in these particular foods that you're probably eating on a regular basis. So make that note, write it down, make sure that you're looking at the labels of the foods or looking them up on the internet as you're buying them. Number three, run, ride, row, walk, or swim 
at least three times a week, depending on where your fitness level is right now. Now, I'm not trying to say, all right, if you're doing nothing right now, I don't want to go and say, hey, you should be running three times a week, all right? You probably should start with walking or rowing or swimming is a great one because it's not going to impact your joints very much. Go, you know, just, and it doesn't have to be anything specific. Just create the three-day-a-week habit that you're doing it. Put it in your calendar, go to the gym, swim around in the pool, or just go for a walk around your neighborhood or on a trail or whatnot, but just make sure that you have that consistency and then you can build on that later. So three times a week, run, ride, swim, walk, row, whatever cardiovascular activity you can come up with, do that three times a week. Number four, eat colorful veggies two to three times a day. Okay, ideally get them certified organic or grow them yourself or from a farmer's market that you know does not use any kind of weird pesticides or anything like that. But we just need to eat more vegetables in our American diet. We do not get enough vegetables. So try and have them two to three times a day. These could be, you know, in a form of a salad, uh, you know, blended up. I blend mine up a lot of times and drink them down. However, you're going to have them snacking two to three times a day. And I would say that, you know, have a big portion of them, you know, a big bowl of vegetables two to three times a day would be about the serving size that you're looking for, or a couple handfuls of vegetables two to three times a day. Add those guys in. And ideally, you're having, uh, like I said before, colorful vegetables and not like iceberg lettuce or something like that. And although if you're at a restaurant and they have salads and all they have is iceberg lettuce, go for the iceberg lettuce. That's fine. It's going to be better for you than a lot of the other alternatives that you're going to be able to get. But if you can control it, and most of you really can if you try to, uh, have those colorful vegetables, you know, the kales, the spinaches, the carrots, all of the colorful vegetables. I could just keep on naming them, but it's not going to do either of us any good. And if you have any questions about it, you can put them in the show notes or allaroundjo.com slash 158. If you do have questions about your colorful vegetables, just let me know, okay? So next up, number five, drink at least half of your body weight or half of your body weight in ounces of water. So if you weigh 200 pounds, try and shoot for at least 100 ounces of water per day, okay? That one's super easy. Just go for it. Uh, I use an app on my phone called Waterlogged, and it will, I think I, I paid for the the $2 version of the waterlogged app. And what it does is it gives me reminders on specific times. So if I haven't hit a increment of my water goal by certain time of the day, it pops up and says, Hey, you need to drink this much water. Highly recommend it. I've used it for years now, waterlogged. And I'll put that in the show notes as well at allaroundjo.com slash 158. There it is again. All right. Number six, avoid alcohol entirely. And if this is going to be a hard one for you, I put in a caveat here. If you can't avoid alcohol entirely, which I do recommend, only allow yourself to have alcohol once per week. Mm -hmm. So think of it as like your cheat day or whatnot. You can have alcohol that one time per week that you're at the football game if you can't avoid it entirely. And I've had full episodes on this before, guys. Alcohol is just not good for you, period. And 
it really doesn't do much for you. So you can get to the point where you can have just as much fun, you can be just as included, all that stuff without having alcohol. I do it myself. I'm the poster child for this. So, you know, go dancing at a wedding or whatnot. I did a whole podcast on the whole alcohol thing and how you didn't really need it once you get past that feeling stupid component. And once you practice that, then you don't actually even feel stupid. So I'm a huge advocate of no alcohol at all. But if you can't pull that off, then do it once per week. Number seven, only buy certified organic foods. This is just the regulatory thing right now that is going to keep us with the best foods that we can have. Certified organic has to stay certified organic, uh, you know, vegetables, whatever other products that you're going to buy. Just look for the certified organic. Number eight, avoid breads, crackers, and other processed foods. So I put this one after certified organic because a lot of people are going to be like, oh, I can get certified organic stuff. And then they go buy just processed nasty foods that are certified organic doesn't mean they're good for you if it says certified organic it's just you you have to have these levels right go buy certified organic vegetables don't buy processed foods at all period unless you decide to have yourself a cheat day or something like that and you want to have processed foods but you'll find that the the more that you avoid them the more that you will not want them at all so avoid the breads the crackers and the processed foods um number nine track you're eating. And I know that you've heard me talk about this a lot, but it is so important for you to understand what you're putting inside of your body. It's your only, that's all you got. There's only one. So you should understand what is going inside of it. And I recommend an app called MyFitnessPal. It's totally free. You can go in there and just, all I'm going to talk about for this particular podcast is tracking in general. So Get download the app and just start putting everything in there that you consume. If you don't know exact amounts, just guesstimate. It's not that big a deal. The MyFitnessPal has a huge database, so you can, you know, search for I ate a Chipotle bowl with guacamole or whatnot, and it will come up, and you can put it in there and get a good guesstimate for what you're actually consuming on a regular basis. So track it, please. So far, we're tracking our sleep, we're tracking our food, and our water. It's good stuff. Fantastic. Uh, Number 10, lift weights at least three times a week and work your way up to five times a week. All right, our body needs to be stimulated. And a lot of times people will say, I don't want to get bulky or whatnot. If If you're needing to burn some fat, you need to be lifting weights slash doing resistance training. There is There are particular genetic types that might put on muscle quicker than others, but it is you can just vary how you do it. It really comes down to that. So if you're that type of person and you absolutely know that you put on muscle really fast, hit me up and I'll let you know how you can avoid that happening. Everybody else, just I don't even care what rep scheme or whatnot you're doing, but lift weights three to five times a week. You're going to stimulate your body to burn fat faster. Your body's going to look leaner. You're going to feel better. It's going to be all of these great things. Lifting weights three to five times a week. Number 11. If you don't know how to properly lift properly lift weights, hire a trainer or coach. Simple, simple. Um, that's not a hard one. Just go hire somebody. They're probably anybody that you hire. If you're not, if you don't know what you're doing right now, is going to know more than you, and you're going to have some sort of good experience. Always, you can go through. Uh, and I can look for it. I have a whole podcast on how to hire a trainer or a coach. 
So I'll link it up in the show notes at allarounder.com slash 158. I'll make sure and note, make a note of that. But, you know, interview them like you would interview anybody else for a job or, you know, if you're going to be an employee of somebody and you, you know, should be interviewing them as well as them interviewing you. I mean, most people don't think of it that way, but you should. Uh, It's the same thing. Interview them. Ask them how long they've been doing it for, what their goals are, what their certifications are, you know, what they look for in proper, proper form versus improper form, what type of training they focus on, what type of clients they like to work with. Um, you know, how many people they've worked with that are like you, all this type of stuff, super easy, but hire somebody, you know, who cares about the money, just hire them. You can learn for a few months, then you can save your money after that, but then you will know you'll keep all that great information. Number 12, when you go out to eat with friends, order a salad with dressing on the side, just get in the habit of being the salad person. All right. You don't have to tell them you're trying to lose weight. You don't have to tell you anything. You're just going to be like, Hey, I, you know, I, heard that salads are pretty good for you and I like them. So I like salads. Let me just eat a lot of salads. So order salads. And this is just a great little tip for you. Um, First thing I always do when I go out to eat is look, how are the salads? And you almost always want to get the dressing on the side because people think that you're trying to get a salad that tastes the best as possible. And do you want your salad to taste good? You do, but it doesn't have to do with lathering and dressing. So get the dressing on the side put it on in the amounts that you actually want it. All right. Number 13, educate yourself about health by doing a blood test with inside tracker or some other blood test company if you want to. All right. So inside tracker is the company that I think is the most beneficial thing that I've done for my life in probably about the last 10 years. So inside tracker, what they do is you go on their site, you can order any number of uh, the tests. Any of them are fine. I usually do the ultimate test, but even if you do the the cheapest test, that's fine. You're going to learn something about your body, some essential components that you would need to change. Then you go into a local blood testing place in your area. You don't have, the chances are it's going to be right down the street. You get that blood drawn. It takes about, shoot, five minutes to get the blood drawn. It's super quick. Then a few days later, you get an email from Inside Tracker. And when you get that email, you can log into your account on Inside Tracker and it will show you your results. But then it will also tell you what you should be eating, what you should be avoiding, how you can improve the results that you got. It is so cool. And we can't figure this out on our own. So we need to be testing as much as we possibly can. And Inside Tracker is a way that I do it, and I recommend that all of the people in my life do it. If you go to insidetracker.com, you can use the code ALLAROUNDJOE to get yourself 10% off. And yeah, go to insidetracker.com, use the code ALLAROUNDJOE, get yourself 10% off. Learn what your body is up to. Don't be afraid of it. I mean, I remember feeling like, oh man, do I really want to know what's going on in my body? And then after I did it, it was so easy to make changes. And I actually learned that I was eating too much red meat. I was eating not enough carbohydrates. So I bumped up my carbohydrates. And guess what? We hear in the media that you have to have low carbs to lose body fat and whatnot. I bumped up my carbohydrate intake by, it was quite a bit maybe 100 grams a day or something, maybe even more than that. And I lost 10 pounds of body fat. Like people were telling me, whoa, you're looking so lean. You need to, you know, you might be getting too lean type of stuff. It, that happened by eating more carbohydrates and less red meat. So I wouldn't have known that without Inside Tracker. So I recommend that you guys check it out. That's, it's one of the things on my list here. Check it out. Let me know if you have any questions. And remember to use the code all around you to get yourself 10% off. 
All right, 14, read one health, nutrition, or fitness book every three months. And the reason that I say this is you don't have to be an expert, but like I, going back to it, you have one body for your life. Shouldn't you know what's going on, how to keep it healthy, how to improve yourself just a little bit? I mean, doctors do not get nutrition information. The majority of doctors do not get nutrition information when they are going through school. So they, they know how to prescribe drugs, but they don't really know how to stay healthy. Their idea is to stay out of disease, not to improve your health. So you need to do that on your own, or you could find a doctor. There are They are out there. A lot of them are these homeopathic or alternative medicine doctors that are popping up more and more, and those are typically the people that I recommend going to. They can still prescribe drugs and whatnot, but they have a different approach. They're focusing on you being healthy and not disease-free, okay? If you're at full health, you are disease-free, but it's a different focus, and you're going to be much healthier and happier that way. But I recommend still that you just read one book every three months. It's super easy. Some of the books I've read recently are The Longevity Diet, which is a good one. Food Sanity, really interesting book. Um, I believe that a lot of people should read this book in order to figure out what is actually being put into foods, what type of foods you should be having, what is the relationship between foods that people and media are calling healthy versus the kickbacks and the financial component to it. So really good food sanity. And it starts with food is also a very good one. If you need a couple of books to get yourself going, just one every three months, just get it done. You can do an audiobook, you can do a physical book, you put on your Kindle, you can listen to it while you're driving, while you're riding your bike, while you're going on the walk in the morning, whatever. Easy stuff, but you should know more about how to keep yourself healthy. Number 15, sign up for a short race, 5K ride, whatever it is, whatever you're into. Setting these little goals up is a great way to jumpstart yourself to more fitness or weight loss or whatever it may be. You can jumpstart yourself super duper easy by doing that. Just look around, um, do a search online. I don't care what it is, it be 5K, 10K, just like a march, something, because then you're going to have it in your head and chances are, I've seen more people train for these types of things and get themselves in decent shape by just by going from race to race. So do something easy, and they're very fun. A lot of the people that are go, even if, you, they're, if you're feeling out of shape, a lot of the people that are at these races um, are incredibly supportive. It's a very positive community of people. I highly recommend that you do that, all right? And if you need help finding one, just let me know. I will help you find one. And you should probably have it be you know, at least a month to three months out so you can at least do some of that activity before that race. But I mean, you could go walk a 5k and it'd be, you know, you'd be fine. I don't, even if you're pretty out of shape. So number 16, actively try to hang out more with fit friends if you have them, right? I know some of you may not have them, but if you do hang out with the people that you probably don't hang out with enough, that you know that are fit, that are your friends, all right? Actively try and do that Um, because even if they are fit by accident, they're probably putting something into the routines and they do stuff a certain way that you're not doing that you could learn from. We learn from other people, right? Like you're listening to this, learning from me right now. Try and hang out with more people that are better than you in the areas you want to improve and you're going to get better. It's that simple. And don't worry about... We get so caught up in like feeling stupid about it. I'm not as good, so I need to get myself better before I can go and hang out with these people or do this sport or whatnot. That's not how the way it works. You go do the sport when you're bad, and the more you do it with those good people, the better you get. So put that mindset in place and go get it done. 
Let's see here. Number 17. We're almost we're almost there, guys. Number 17. Listen to health and fitness and nutrition-based podcasts like this one once per week. So this goes back to like the reading of the book thing, but you can do podcasts in like this podcast is going to be like 20 or 30 minutes, no big deal. Listen to it once per week. Just put it in your morning routine, whatnot, as you're driving to work, as you're driving home, wherever. Put it in there because there's people like myself that are sharing the good word fitness and nutrition and health that you can learn from. And the book is just the bigger component of that. So just once per week, fitness, nutrition, health. Number 18, when and if you feel stressed, go for a walk. This could lead into a run, a workout, but the goal here is just to have when you feel stressed, you do movement rather than eat or relax or whatever it may be because the movement is going to be a positive stressor to interact with the negative stressor that you probably are feeling and you want to get out of your life. So try that when you feel stressed. All right, Joe said to go on a walk, so I'm going to go on a walk. And you start to get better and better at that. And then when you feel stressed, you're like your go-to is to do the fitness thing. It's great. It makes you feel so much better. And chances are it's going to move your needle in the direction of being healthy rather than if you grab that Ben and Jerry's ice cream, it's not going to be so good for you. All right. And I do think there is a time and a place for the Ben and Jerry's ice cream, but it's usually after doing some large workout type thing and a very, you know, small amount of time on a cheat day or something like that. All right. Number 19, do something active first thing in the morning. This could be simple. This could be 10 burpees, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups. could be a run. It could be going to the gym, whatever. But to start your day off right, you'll get your blood flowing. Roll out of bed, do 10 burpees. Uh, I did it today. I did 50 burpees, actually, myself today. I'm going to do a burpee challenge. So after I get done recording this, I'm going to do another 50. So I'll be at 150 for the day. And I'll just keep on going up when I have a little bit of break. 50 more. 50 more, 50 more. We'll see how many we get done today. But roll out of bed, do a few burpees, do a few sit-ups, do whatever. It doesn't really matter. You just want to create that habit, the routine, and then your body will start to feel a lot better. Number 20, set goals. All right? A lot of times you just go through life without thinking about things. Let's not do that. Let's actually set a goal, write it down on paper, say, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds. Hey, I want to you know, go to the gym three times per week. Hey, I want to do this 5K race. Hey, I just want to feel better. Hey, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to add salads when I go out to eat. Hey, I'm going to hang out with you know more positive, fit people and get there myself. Write them down. I don't need to make your goals for you. You make your goals. But it's going to be incredibly important that you have these goals because... Are, we are goal-driven people. We'll drive towards those goals. And even if you don't hit them right away, you just keep them and you keep moving towards the goals. It's all of the all the successful people that I know of have goals set. Some of them use time frames, some of them don't, but just have them. Know what you're know what you're shooting for, and you're gonna be much more likely to hit that target. Alright? So that was my 20 simple weight loss tips for today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to get, or if you have any questions, let me know. You can go to allarangio.com slash 158. Make sure that you check out Inside Tracker. I highly recommend that to everybody and their partner of mine. So use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself 10% off at Inside Tracker, insidetracker.com. Let me know if you have any questions. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And yeah. The All Around Joe Podcast. 
where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.